Thanks for tuning in to Multipliers Minute. Here with your leadership key, I'm Emily James, founder of Multipliers Leadership. These leadership lessons will empower you to develop your passion and multiply your influence so you can lead well. Thanks for tuning in to Multipliers Minute. This is Multipliers Leadership Podcast, and I am Emily James, the founder of Multipliers. Thank you so much for being here today. I have such an important topic to speak to you today, and it's such an important one as leaders as well, and it's about living our life with contentment, living a life where we feel content. You know, so often I talk to people and you say, how are you doing? Or they say, I'm just getting by, or, you know, I'm struggling a little bit, or, and then you talk to them, and you find out they're not just struggling a little bit, they're struggling a lot. But it can be hard some days to really live content with life. If we're in a season where we're going through a difficult situation, or we're in a, uh, a season where we're waiting on something, or we're maybe not where we feel we want to be, it can be hard to live content, to live with contentment. In 1 Timothy 6 verse 6, it says, but godliness with contentment is great gain. And I thought it was so interesting that they separated the two, that godliness with contentment, that this scripture specifically says uh, godliness with contentment is great gain. And to see that we can actually be godly in the sense that, you know, we can spend time with God, we can read our Bible, we can go to church, we can do these things that seem, you know, we can live a holy, righteous life and still not be fully content with life. But here in this scripture, it's saying godliness with contentment. And it specifies specifically uh, contentment and how I think that's so important to consider or to think of as we're thinking of our leadership because so often who we are as a leader or our uh, attitude or sort of where we are in life can actually really affect our teams and the people that we lead. And so if they see a leader who isn't content, what's the opposite of contentment? We're usually feeling complacent. Uh, we're usually not passionate anymore. There's usually a level where we don't want to be here or it it rubs off on other people that we feel like we don't want to be here or this isn't important enough. And that actually affects the culture of the team. And so when we as leaders can live with contentment, it actually changes um, the attitude of people around us. And whether that's in a team or whether that's also in our family, I notice when there's days where I'm just you know, not completely, I'm not feeling fully content or I'm not living that way. I'm not uh, living out of the joy of the Lord. I see it in my kids and there's a more sort of tension around the home. And so how do we live content? If we, if it is so important to live with contentment, as it says in this scripture, that it is great gain, how do we live content? Now, contentment does not mean perfection. It doesn't mean that everything is right in our life. It doesn't mean that we're good with balance and that our to-do list is all done and our goals are getting accomplished. And it doesn't mean that everything 
is perfect. By definition, contentment is a state of happiness or satisfaction. And so it's funny that whatever season that we're in, whatever's happening in our day, we're actually called to be satisfied, to be happy, to have that joy that sort of flows out, that people look at us and say, you know what, there is something different about them, that they can see the joy of the Lord in us. And again, as a leader, that's so important for the people on your team to see that, to see the contentment that you have, to see the joy for life, uh, for people that you have. And again, that does not mean that you're trying to make your life perfect or make everything right in your life, but it's about in any season, in all situations and circumstances, that you live out of a contentment and the joy of the Lord, regardless of what's happening. So how do we do that? Here are eight practical steps that I use when I need a boost of that contentment or that joy of the Lord in my life. Number one, abide in Christ. Contentment comes from God. It comes from the rest that we find in God. Again, it's not that our life is perfect, but it's that we know who the source of our joy is. Contentment is more than a frame of mind. So we need to make sure that we're renewing our mind daily in God's word and he will help us to live content. So abide in Christ. Second, there's a time for all things. So your seasons are going to be going up and down. There's going to be difficult seasons. There's going to be good seasons. There's going to be difficult days and good days. But you need to find purpose and find joy in where you are right now. Don't miss out on what's going on around you or uh, don't miss out on the milestones of life with family or with your organization because you're always focused on Uh, what could be or what isn't or what should be. So make sure that uh, you're content and that you're present in the season that you're in right now. So there's a time for all things. Number three, saying no is okay. Don't overwhelm yourself by getting into things that Um, you just didn't want to prioritize in this time of your life or that maybe are overwhelming you or causing you to feel stressed. Um, It's okay to say no. It's important to say no. Again, there are seasons and times for things. So there's times when you have to say no. I know as a mom of three young children, there's times where I just need to say no to stuff so that I can be present uh, for my kids, that I can spend the time that's needed with my kids. And so be okay saying no to certain things. Number four, get out of the comparison trap. Um, A direct assault on your contentment is comparison. So it's the, one of the greatest hindrances to contentment. When we're so busy looking at others or, or what they have, what we don't have, what, what they got, what we don't got, it's so hard to live content because you're constantly looking at someone else's life. 
And there's no peace when you're comparing that, oh, I don't have this and they did or they got this and they shouldn't have got that. So don't compare yourself to people. If you're finding that you're in this comparison trap, get off social media for a while. Uh, Focus on the things that you're doing. Uh, Set some goals for your life and begin to map out ways that you're going to accomplish them. Check off some some tasks that you've created for yourself and it will help you to remain focused on your purpose and your calling and not focused on someone else's. So comparison will always um, hurt or hinder your contentment. Number five, find joy in the juggle. Take time out of your busy life or when things are getting maybe difficult or overwhelming, take time to just stop and laugh. Have a good coffee and conversation with a friend. Play a game with your kids. Uh, Create something with them. Go out with your spouse to a nice night out or an opportunity that you can laugh, that you can find that joy in those moments. Stop and have those tickle parties with your kids or whatever it is in your uh, season of life, but it's important to find joy in the juggle, to be able to laugh, to be able to have fun moments uh, and not always be consumed by uh, the doing of life. Number six, have goals and dreams. Creating goals and having dreams are important and they can help you to Have good thoughts and perspective on your future and purpose to look forward to what God is doing in your life, to look forward to what you want to accomplish and do. Goals and dreams do not say that you're not happy with where you are today. They're just continuing to look forward, continuing to make plans for um, the future and be able to give you perspective on your purpose and areas where you can build a skill or you can um, accomplish certain tasks or goals towards maybe a larger goal. So uh, work on a one-year plan, a five-year plan. Those are great ways to build contentment in your life. Number seven, this is important, attitude makes or breaks us. Sometimes living with contentment, it's all about Uh, a change in our attitude or shifting our attitude. It's a perspective change. When we shift from everything that's consuming us or what we're going through or the negative things in life, uh, and when we can actually begin to shift and think about all the good things that God's doing or all the good things that are coming or whatever it is, if we can start to write out those things that you've accomplished this year and just be able to begin to change your perspective instead of being consumed by what's wrong, being consumed by what's good and what's happening in your life. And, you know, praise is a great way uh, sort of to change our attitude around situations or circumstance. So if you find yourself being in this complacent, uh, unhappy or unjoyful season of life, just Begin to praise God, begin to thank God, begin to um, shift the way that you're thinking about certain things. So that goes into number eight, that is gratitude is everything. So seven is attitude makes or breaks us, and eight is gratitude is everything. So be thankful in every season and offer thanks to God. This is going to help 
you live with contentment. It's going to remind you of the faithfulness of God. When we begin to thank God for all that he's done, we were we're reminded how faithful God is and that God has never left us or failed us before and so that he's going to continue to do that in our life. And gratefulness uh, will definitely change our heart and, and bring back that joy in our life. So real quick, I'm going to go through the eight things. Number one, abide in Christ. Number two, a time for all things. There's going to be down days and up days, but in all things we rejoice. Number three, saying no is okay. Number four, get out of the comparison trap. Number five, find joy in the juggle. Number six, create goals and dreams. Seven, attitude makes or breaks us. And eight, gratitude is everything. Those are eight ways that you can live content in your everyday life and as a leader. Thank you for listening to our Multipliers Minutes, where we discuss leadership keys that will empower you to develop your passion and multiply your influence. For more, check out www.multipliersleadership.com.